is the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast, the only podcast devoted to making soul music relevant again. Let's get started with your host, Todd Woodson. for joining me for another episode of the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. My guest today is a talented singer-songwriter from Los Angeles. Her name is Janique Nina. Miss Nina, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for joining the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. Absolutely. And before we get started, since this is, uh, we're recording the day after Christmas, happy holidays to you and to you and yours. To you and yours? Yeah. Happy holidays to you as well. I hope you had a great holiday. I did. Thank you very much. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about your latest music a little bit later, but I want people to get to know Janique Nina. So tell us about Miss Nina. Well, let's see. I am just a music-making, very mellow, cool, loving person. You know, I believe in kindness and respect for all and just trying to live a lovely life here on this earth, you know what I mean? And inspire some people along the way. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, you are out of Los Angeles, but reading your bio, you actually was born in the Bay Area, is that correct? That is right. I was born and raised in San Francisco, although my family is really from New Orleans, but my mother and father moved to San Francisco and started a home there, started their family there. So, yes, I am a Bay Area girl. Oh, wow. So am I. I'm from Vallejo. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we have a lot in common there. Um, so let's talk about your family a little bit. Now, Were was your family in uh, into music? Did you grow up in the church or sing in a choir? How did no. all that come about? It's so funny because there's really... No one musical in my immediate family that I grew up with, you know, close to me. Um, I have a cousin, Simone Keys, who is a gospel artist. She lives in Louisiana. And, you know, we really didn't get a chance to hang out a lot because, of course, she lived in Louisiana and I live in San Francisco. But shout out to my cousin, Simone Keys. <laughs> Shout out to Simone, yes. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was really strange because I had no way of, like, I had no path in the beginning. Like, I wanted to do music so bad. Like, when I was very, very little growing up, I'd always be watching, you know, tuned in when Cher or Diana Ross was on the TV. I was like, that is what I want to do. How do I do that? (laughs) But I, there was no one around me that did music professionally, so I just thought this was some ethereal thing. I had no idea I could actually really do that, you know, until much later in high school. I had a friend who was a music producer, and, um, you know, I expressed interest in making some music, and he made some demos on me that actually came out very, very good and kind of, you know, rolled along from there. Okay. So, um... So, 
did you move to Los Angeles to further your music career or? Yes, I did. And it's been really good for me. I didn't know what would happen like once I came out here, but my first album, Trial by Fire, which was actually made in 2007, but I think I moved to Los Angeles about 11 years ago now. And when I came here and started performing that album, I was just like a relentless performer. I just wanted to be seen and heard, seen and heard, seen and heard, you know, <laughs> like on a mission. And so I would perform at showcases like probably about three nights a week, you know, while still having a day job. And it was crazy, but it was fun. I had a good time. But um, I really was able to get my music exposed in Los Angeles. And I ended up getting the attention of the Los Angeles Music Awards. And I actually won in 2011 for my album, Trial by Fire, uh, Los Angeles producer's choice best jazz album and that was huge because the producer's choice with the los angeles music awards has been won by a lot of really famous artists that you know now like the black eyed peas and gwen stefani um the group that she was in no doubt and um a few other like really huge big name artists and groups so that was really a special achievement for me, and I've just been really blessed. Like I keep continue, continuing winning awards, and I'm just really just so happy that the music touches people like that and has gotten that kind of attention, you know? But I really don't make the music to get attention. I just make music from my soul, and it's just a, a blessing when it's so well received like that. Yeah, you sent me some uh, some information, and uh, I love your music. We're going to actually play uh, a couple songs a little bit later just to introduce the, the audience to uh, Miss Nina if they hadn't heard, of, heard from you or heard of you. Excuse me. Um, so when you moved to L.A. Um, or SoCal, um, were you trying to get a record deal? Because I noticed you're independent um, now. You have your own record company. I... I don't know that I would say that I was actually trying to get a record deal. I mean, I think it was definitely something I would not have been opposed to if it were the right type of deal. But as a new artist, you often do not get the best deal. And so that was not super attractive to me. So really what I want to do is just keep my own label running. Iron Fire Music Works and just put out my own music and just find a way to get it heard by the masses, really. Okay. So you have some yeah. knowledge of, of the game before you even uh, came oh, to LA. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hear a lot of artists who uh, sign these bad deals and they're stuck for a while. Right. Yeah. So you right. kind of had, you yeah. were hip to to how the game was played so that's great yeah all right and you formed I'm, your I'm own company grateful. okay yes mm -hmm. and what's I it called again i'm grateful that i it's called siren fire music Works. siren fire okay yeah and then i also have my own publishing company siren fire music publishing oh, okay. which i would recommend if you're doing music out there please get your <laughs> own publishing company please wow <laughs> <laughs> unique dropping game so that's okay. great <laughs> that's good because you can pass all of that on to your grandbabies generations if you set it up right you know and 
as long as it's successful and doing something, hey, whether it's, you know, $500, $5,000 or $500,000, you know, just keep it, keep it going. Pass it on. Leave your legacy and show your loved ones how to keep it going. You know, I certainly am like teaching that to my daughter. She's only 11, but I'm like, hey, are we selling records today? <laughs> <laughs> Is she a singer too? Or do some merchandise? Um, she sings, but she's not trained yet. Um, her artist name is The Princess, and she's actually on one of my earlier records called Press Play, which is kind of like a dance track. Oh, okay. But she's doing a little part thing, ba ba ba. She was probably like three years old when she did that. It was really funny, but it worked out. It sounds cute in the record, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Um, okay, so, yeah, so... Your first album, you said it was called, I'm sorry, what was the first album? First album was called Trial by Fire. Trial by Fire, okay. And this is yeah. your upcoming album. Um, is it Wish of the Heart? Wish of the Heart actually came out last year in 2018 in March. Okay. And it was just a phenomenal blessing. Um, as far as like, let me just tell you a little bit about like the history of my project. So I did Trial by Fire in 2007 it really didn't get recognition until i came here um starting in like 2011 with the los angeles music awards and i struggled a lot because although i was married and um i had like a marriage that went bad and you know thankfully my beautiful daughter came out of that huge blessing but i have struggled a lot financially um and so I made Trial by Fire, and it was really kind of a joke to myself, Trial by Fire, the title of the album, you know? Okay. <laughs> like, okay, either this is going to hit the wall and slide off, or it's going to hit the wall and stick, you know? <laughs> so, after that, um, I was really kind of struggling trying to get the next project off the ground, and I felt kind of stuck because of just, you know, financial restraints and, you know, trying to work a day job. It's really hard to do that and be an artist at the same time and be a great artist at the same time. And so after Trial by Fire, I released an EP called The Rise in Love Deluxe EP, which I think has, what, I think it has six songs on it, it's either five or six, but there's some really great songs on that as well. And then... I released, I had done some other songs in between there, and then I released a, like a compilation of what I felt were some of my best works, and that album is called Eternal Love. And then I was just really wanting to make something new and fresh, and I really wanted to work with a very uh, polished industry producer. And so, you know, I'm a spiritual person, I love the Lord, and I just prayed about it a lot. And one day, I have like, you know, uh, an email list. So one day, I sent an email to my email list. And I said, you know, that I'm looking for a producer. If you are interested, please get in touch with me. Okay, and now the most phenomenal thing happened. A producer who is an extremely well-known, well-respected, phenomenal producer in the music industry, Preston Glass, was the first person to respond, and he said he was interested. 
And I just about fell out of my chair, of course, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I do believe in miracles. And so, you know, we talked, we figured out, you know, how, you know, the particulars about getting this done. And there burst my, my first album with him, Wish of the Heart, which is really an incredible album. I really urge you to get that album, check it out. It's got some wonderful wonderful music on it and it's just inspirational and I promise you you will love it if you pick it up so Preston and I are continuing to work together I just love his work style I love his music he is one of I guess you could say the godfathers of smooth jazz he's very much hands-on and responsible for the spin-off of that genre he's the producer of Songbird and also um, other songs by Kenny G and he himself Preston Glass is a smooth jazz artist and he has done like many many phenomenal records in and out of the smooth jazz genre um, kind of like pop R&B and straight R&B some dance records um, some of the records that he's done that you would know um, are like Natalie Cole, Miss You Like Crazy, um, Jimmy Mack, Aretha Franklin, Who's Zooming Who, Aretha Franklin, he's done records for George Benson, Earth, Wind and Fire, in Houston, um, the record a while back, Jermaine Stewart, We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off to Have a Good Time, he did that. Um, and he just really has this wonderful way of making music that is just infectiously wonderful you know you hear it and you want to hear it again and again and again he's just really gifted that way and I'm just really thankful and grateful to have made that connection and to still be making music with him yeah well, and so I'm sorry go ahead mm -hmm. no no I was just gonna say so now we are embarking upon my second album with him and we just released the first single which is called so says the fool and the album theme, um, the, the album is called Love Speaks, and the theme of the album is really um, bringing love, you know, back into the forefront of the world because there's just so many horrible things happening in the world, and I really wanted to make an album this time that was really geared towards a focus of getting back to love. So the album is called Love Speaks. It won't be out probably for many months, but we are two songs in right now. There's another song we did a few months ago called Put Some Harmony In It, which is really a cute, like, R&B pop song. And now we'll be embarking upon some... We're doing a cover. I'm not going to say what, because um, um, we have a really huge artist <laughs> whose cover I'm doing, a smooth jazz artist, and I just want it to be a surprise. I don't, I don't want to tell people yet but yeah we have some amazing things coming and then I'll also be doing a duet with another really huge artist on this upcoming album Love Speaks so I'm really excited about all this so you have all these teasers you're not going to see it on yeah you gotta keep you gotta listening stay tuned. you gotta follow okay. me yeah okay. okay well speaking of the uh, your new release the uh, So Says the Fool Mm -hmm. uh, I want to jump into that right now. Um, but this was done by Mr. Glass as well. 
Yeah. Okay. And I co-wrote with him. Mostly all the songs that, songs that we've done, I have co-written with him. He's done all the music, and I've co-written lyrics with him. Okay. Let's jump into yeah. this song. I really, I really, I really do like this song. It's sort of smooth. Let me ask you before we jump yeah. into the song. Um, mm-hmm. How do you? Who, who do you? Who did you? Did you mimic someone else or anyone else's? I know you probably have a, you know, listen to, um, you know, multiple artists. But who would you say that mm-hmm. you, your style mostly resembles? I'm not sure really who it mostly resembles. Um, when I'm out singing, I get a lot of people saying that I remind them of Sade or I remind them of Shante Moore. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, when I first got inspired to do music, it was because of Tina Marie, her album um, that had Square Biz and Portuguese Love on there, all of that. Her lyrics are so deep and profound and the music is so extraordinary and her voice is so extraordinary when I heard that album I played it on repeat day after day all day long <laughs> for forever you know and my grandparents my mom are like are you gonna listen to anything else I'm like no I'm really feeling this you know <laughs> and so you know I just have been a huge fan of hers through the years and also, you know, many other great artists like Phyllis Hyman. Sometimes people say I remind them of Phyllis. Someone just told me that yesterday. I was singing at a, a Christmas thing. And um, and then I love, like, Regina Bell. I love Angela Bofield. I really love, like, the old school R&B vocalists, Mickey Howard, people like that. And then, you know, my mom had a collection of jazz records, too. But she had very, very eclectic music taste. And she would play records sometimes, like Nancy Wilson, which I fell in love with her records, Sarah Vaughn, Dinah Washington, Billie Holiday. And it's really funny because, like, on the way to school every day, growing up, she always listened to Easy Rock. So, you know, I'm getting, like, Joe Cocker, Billy Joel... Linda Ronstadt, you know, yeah. people like that. So I have a lot of influences, really a lot of influences. Yeah, and you know, the great thing about growing up in the Bay Area, um, musically, is really diverse. Um, yeah. You, know, you have the, the beatniks from Ada Asbury and you know, the Carlos right. Santana's and yeah. Sly Stone and Function mm-hmm. and just so... Yeah, musically, it uh, was a great place to uh, grow up. But let's get into uh, So Says the Fool. And uh, this All is right. Janique Nina with So Says the Fool.
Swag at shop.bringbacksoulmusic.com. Now, back to our conversation. Janique, that is nice. Thank you. I really like that. I'm very proud of that one. Thank you. And also, I want to mention um, the backgrounds are done by myself and a really wonderful jazz vocalist, Talita Long, who is the mother of actress Nia Long. I've never met her, but she did the backgrounds for this, and I was like, wow, that is so cool. And then also I want to acknowledge... Phil Gates, who is an amazing guitarist, he did the guitar solo in there, and all of the other instruments were done by Preston Glass. Wow. that um, It's a great song. In fact, uh, when you sent me the information Thanks. earlier, I looked up uh, Preston Glass just to have some background, and he's worked, like you said, just about, worked with just about any everybody. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's great. So... Now, let me ask you about So Says the Fool. What was, uh, what inspired you? What, how did that song come about, that particular song? Well, Preston and I, you know, we talked about titles, and this was a title that came up, and he asked me, how did I feel about that title? What did it make me think of, you know? And I told him that, you know, in this world, there's just so many people that want to make you believe that, you know, love is dead and, you know, why be kind and who cares and just negativity and it's just not true, you know, it's so much more powerful to be loving and kind and respectful. So this is me just expressing that vibe and just trying to let people know, hey, you know, it is okay to love. It is okay to be kind and forget those fools, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know. Okay, so you, you think that a lot of that is missing in today's uh, society? Yes, yes. I mean, it's certainly there, but I think it's kind of downplayed. I think people who are kind and loving, we're kind of trying to fight our way through this crazy world, right. you know, and I think that if we all get an alignment, it would really create a huge, positive, loving shift in the world. And I think we certainly, certainly need that. I, I agree. Totally agree. What do you think about um, today's music? Because you mentioned a, a lot of um, old school artists. What do you think about today's uh, you know, R&B, jazz? Oh, wow, that's a hard question to answer because I certainly don't want to disrespect anyone. And I mean, I have my favorites of today's music, but I don't know. It just does not grab my soul like old school R&B, you know, like old school soul music, like jazz. It's just, um, I don't know. I mean, I know that the artists that make today's music are really feeling what they do, but I think there's just sometimes a little something missing. I'm certainly not saying, you know, speaking of all artists making music today, because there's some incredible artists making soul music and R&B music today, like Leon Bridges and people like that. And I just, I don't know, I just love old school vibe. You know, it's just deep. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Um, Yeah, I mean, so that, uh, So Says the Fool is out right now. 
Yes, it is. Okay, and how are people receiving it? Oh, I'm getting wonderful responses from it. Um, I think, you know, people are always wanting me to make new music because, in general, people do really love my music, and so they're always glad when I have something new. So that that's really wonderful. Okay, that's great. Now, are you um, are you are you going to tour or how? How are you going to promote this? Um, I know you're doing the, the social media, but um, are you going yeah. out on tour to support this? Well, you have the album hasn't come out yet, but are you planning right. on taking it when, out on the road? Yes. When this album is completed, we will be touring. There's nothing, you know, in concrete yet, but that is the plan. Okay. And I'm sorry, yeah. when did you say the album might be released or... Planning on to release yeah, this album, it probably will not be ready until spring or summer of 2020, and that's because I really just want to take my time with it. I'm very fast at making music, and it's easy for me to make great records really fast. But I really want to put my soul into this record, and so you know, just kind of want to let it flow and not be in a hurry to release it. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Um... You know, it may sound like uh, a long way away, but actually, it's, it's actually kind of right around the corner. I mean, we're already yeah. hitting 2020, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's going to come right up real fast. Okay. Another song that I like is the Wish Wish of the Heart. Um, yeah. Tell me about that song. I think I really do like that. Um, I, I feel like that song speaks to so many people in the world because, you know, there's so often a feeling of wanting something more or, you know, maybe you're not in a relationship and you desire to be in a great relationship. And I think there's a lot of people in the world that can really, really relate to that. So I want to speak to that vibration, that need. And the song is like this magical. It's so well received when people hear it and it's always a blessing to perform it. And people always come up to me like, wow, I really love that song, you know, in particular. And so that's where that's coming from. Just, you know, fulfilling the desires of your heart. Exactly. Well, I want to play this song too, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, please. Okay, this is Janique Nina and Wish of the Heart on the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast.
Miss Nina. Another great yeah. song. I really love that. Thank you. Now, where can people pick up your music? Um, it's out there everywhere. You can get it on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play Music. Um, there's so many sites that it's on. Let me see if I can let you know. I mean, the list is like forever long, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all of the sites that, you know, are the popular sites that people mostly go to. Sure, sure. It's definitely there. Um, it's on 7 Digital, Akazoo, Deezer, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify Title, K Digital, so many Napster, which, wow, Napster is still happening. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, is Napster still around? Right, you know, yes, they are. Um, it's on Pandora, Slacker Radio, Shazam, Sound Exchange, all these different places. So there should be there type, should be no problem finding your music. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but the one thing that might get people messed up is the spelling of my name because it is unusual. So when you Google me, make sure you type in my name, the correct spelling, which is J A C like cat, N like Nina, I Q U E, and then Nina N I N A. Okay, and we'll have links. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, we'll have links on the in the show notes um, with the correct spelling, obviously, and also where you can find Janique's uh, music. We'll also have uh, on our website at bringbacksoulmusic.com. So, Janique, uh, 2020 sounds like it's going to be a busy year for you. I believe it is. I All believe right. it is, God willing. I yep. I just want to say a couple things about the album Wish of the Heart. There okay. were some amazing guest artists on that album and I mean it was really just a dream for me to work with these people but there is um, a guest vocal by Philip Ingram of Switch who I'm sure you remember Switch from back in the day Um, they are still touring now actually and Philip Ingram just has the most gorgeous voice he's singing with me on Songbird um the original Songbird by Kenny G was produced by my producer Preston Glass and it was funny because Preston and I started talking about that song one day and I said, wow, it'd be so cool if that song had lyrics. And he said, it's funny you mentioned that because I just wrote some lyrics to it the other day and now we're talking about 2018. That song came out a long time ago. And I was like, really? But, you know, things like that happen with Preston and I a lot. Like, he's always in my mind somehow. (laughs) And and I mean that totally musically, but it's just great how we connect like that. And so he played it for me. Of course, I fell in love with it. And so he added Philip Ingram, who's singing on the record, and also an, an amazing trumpeter Willie Bradley who is a new artist that you'll be hearing a lot from and then also on the song Weapons of Love Reggie Calloway of Midnight Star is playing just a gorgeous flute melody on that song and it was just awesome to work with him as well and then I have my music director Rob Mullins wrote with us on the song He's a Keeper and Rob is probably most known for a hit that he had smooth jazz hit called Making Love but he is just a very prolific writer composer and just always making music and 
just a wonderful person to work with, very inspiring. And so I'm just really moved that I was able to work with all these amazing artists. And then another great artist who is on Wish of the Heart in a lot of the backgrounds, Brandon Watts, who is a phenomenal artist in his own right. Check him out when you get a chance. He has a new album that came out recently also. Okay, well, it sounds like you, uh, you deal with some heavy hitters. <laughs> <laughs> Only by the grace of God. Only I by the grace you. of God, you know. <laughs> I hear you. All right, Miss Nina. Well, anything else you want to add before we uh, cut it short today? You know, in the words of Prince, who I just absolutely loved and adore his music, love one another. You know, let's make an effort to be kind, be respectful, you know, and be careful out there. It's crazy these days, and I just hope we can get back to love, you know? Absolutely. Um, Wise words indeed. Um, That is Janique Nina. Um, You can find out more Janique about Janique on her website at JaniqueNina.com, correct? That's right. All right. And like I said, we'll have links in the show notes and also on our website at BringBackSoulMusic.com about uh, where to find Nina's music and a little bit more about her bio as well. I know we really kind of didn't get, but you're very accomplished with all the awards and stuff you've been winning. Um, but I Thank think you. that, yeah, no problem. I think that um, people will really enjoy your music. I mean, if the first two songs are any indication, uh, please pick up her music. It's great music. Miss um, Nina, you. I appreciate you coming yeah. on the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. I appreciate being here. Thank you so much. No problem. And um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep up the good work. I shall. And we'll look out for Miss Janique Nina. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And that's Janique Nina on the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. And we'll be right back. Calling all lovers of soul music. The time to make soul music relevant again is now. You've been listening to the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast with Todd Woodson. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell a friend. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to our newsletter at bringbacksoulmusic.com. Well, that's our show for today. I'd like to thank my special guest, Miss Janique Nina. You can find out more about Janique on her website at JaniqueNina.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. You can also listen to the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Join us next week for another episode of the Bring Back Soul Music Podcast. Taking us home this week is Janique Nina and another song from the Wish of the Heart CD. This is called The Bright Side of Goodbye. I'm Todd Woodson. Thank you for joining us. See you next week.
Greatest way.